Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Welcome to our eight-week summer series of episodes to help you ditch the summer diets and start making peace with your current beach body. We want to be in your ears this summer to delete those diet-restrictive ways, become educated on the effects of diets, and learn how to make those mindset shifts to build a healthier relationship with your mind and body. This isn't a situation that's going to, you know, completely ruin you as a person. Food and the way we eat can't, you know, hold any moral value over us as a person. And it's really important to kind of tell yourself that. Remind yourself that mistakes are okay and this is just a normal part of eating, right? No day is the same. We overeat, we undereat, and our body has a really good way of telling us that. I will start my diet on Monday, or I'll start my diet tomorrow to make up for all the bad eating I did over the holiday. Do you ever say this to yourself? To have the mentality that you failed again? (sighs) And you can't be successful in losing weight like your friend or whoever you compare yourself to? And remember, it's not about the losing weight. As we move closer to that mindset of building a healthy relationship with food and our body. Today, we talk with registered dietitian Shannon at Shannon Nutrition on Instagram. Shannon helps make those mindset shifts to get us out of this on and off cycle that really just make us feel awful about ourselves and take on the mind frame in looking at the intention of food choices. Join us for this conversation. Shannon, it is so great to have you with us again. Can you introduce yourself for all those that are new here? Absolutely. It's so good to be here. Well, my name is Shannon Costello, and I am a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and culinary coach. My private practice focuses mostly on intuitive eating for those who either want to eat in a plant-based manner or already are eating in a more plant-based pattern. And so I support those with a non-diet approach and really get into the hands-on coaching method, going into the kitchen, exploring new foods and learning how to love our food and our body once again. So it's mostly what I focus on. Such a great niche. And you were back on, oh, in November it was. Um Episode number 47 titled Intuitive Cooking, Simplifying Plant-Forward Meals. And that was uh, a fun episode there where you gave some great information and how to increase those plants in, in every meal, in everyday life. But today we are going to talk about something a little bit different with this summer series that we have. And, you know, as summer kind of rolls around, 
our thoughts. We start comparing, we start seeing everything, and that's why we want to be in people's ears to kind of stop those thoughts and get back into those good eating habits. But today's topic, we will talk about why do I keep falling off track on the weekends and holidays? And summer could just be a big weekend and holiday. So how do you take people in staying on track and feeling good about what they are eating? Yeah, this is a perfect topic for the summer and just year round. But I think the you know biggest thing here is our mindset around having to stay on track or being on versus off track, right? So if we approach the weekend or a holiday or a vacation and we're thinking, oh, now I get to enjoy all these great foods. Whereas during the weekday or your, you know, typical daily routine, you don't have those foods included, then of course we're going to feel like something's changing and we're not doing the right thing. And it all kind of stems down to that mindset of picking and choosing what's important to our health and taking a break from our health on the weekends or on holidays when in essence it's, it really doesn't work like that, right? Like, our health is a daily practice, no matter what day of the week, time of year, or special occasion, our health matters. And it just doesn't stop just because it's, you know, summer vacation or 4th of July. So I think it's really important to recognize that just because, you know, this is a different day or a different routine or eating schedule doesn't mean that you have to completely throw your normal routine out the window. You can still apply important pieces of your habits into these different routines. And one of the you know things that I can follow up with that is that restrictive or dieting mindset that we often you know follow during the weekday, leading into weekends or holidays. So mindset is the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about this on track versus off track. Thank you for understanding that because I title these in old thoughts. And even though it might be a little misleading the way I title it, I want people to kind of change over that mindset and realize, oh, it's not on or off track. It's just eating. (laughs) Exactly. Like we're just eating. We don't have to define it in a good versus bad way or normal or unnormal or whatever you know vocabulary we want to use. It's just eating. And we can eat in different ways every single day. We can be flexible. We can allow fun foods, favorite foods, nutrient-dense foods. It all works together. Just like, you know, we don't change the way we breathe on the weekend or the way our heart beats on the weekend. We don't necessarily have to change how we think about our health or, you know, apply habits with our health on weekends or holidays. It's the same idea. And once we have those thoughts and feelings as we're putting, you know, maybe that cookie in our mouth or maybe it's that alcoholic drink and then it's the quote unquote bad foods When we start to hear that in our head, that's when it kind of goes in that cycle and we, it's hard to get out of. So if someone, you know, starts this and they're like, okay, it's just eating, it's not on or off track and they may slip up a little bit. How can you get around that? 
oh, slip ups are just a normal part of being a human being. <laughs> but when we think about just incorporating some flexibility and being open minded to this non restrictive way of eating, then we can include all foods any time of the week, any time of the year. And so it's really not a flip up. It's just you've chosen to eat this food instead of another, just like you would on a Tuesday or a Thursday, right? So knowing that you have that flexibility and that it is your choice to choose the foods you want to eat at any particular time, it's the intention behind it, right? So if you're choosing a pizza or potato chip or cookies or the stereotypical um, quote unquote junk food, right? Instead of a salad or a green bowl or a smoothie, the typical quote, you know, good foods, then that again comes back to your mindset. Why you feel you can't have these, you know, more fun foods that you enjoy like pizza and chips and cookies on any day of the week or on non-special occasion days is something you really have to think about. Like, why are you restricting those foods in the first place? And what is leading you to crave these foods more often when you feel it's a weekend or a day that you can maybe, you know, let loose a little on your eating plan? It's, it's important to just kind of take a pause and think about that. It's mindset, restrictiveness, and the way we label and view foods that can really help approach every single day with balance and flexibility. The more we let restriction kind of take over that, the more of the mess that we keep getting into. So if we can keep this even keel of enjoying all foods, that will kind of help set the pace. Um, But what if someone feels like Maybe they overate at the family reunion or the 4th of July picnic. And then the next day is when that guilt kind of sets in. What kind of um, things should someone tell themselves? Yeah, that situation can be really hard. And it's definitely a really common experience that we have. Special occasions, social activities, they're filled with distractions and things that, you know, prevent us from being in tune with our hunger and fullness cues. So it's very easy to overeat and then feel uncomfortably full. And no one really likes that feeling, right? So we immediately go into, you know, a mode where we're trying to correct it. And so the next day, instead of, you know, skipping meals or fasting or eating all the low calorie foods, it's just a new day to start again. Not necessarily start over, just start again, right? So think about how you would normally hydrate your body with lots of you know, water-based fluids and, and unsweetened drinks, you know, fill up on fiber-rich foods from all different categories, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds, get in your lean protein. And it's really a day to just kind of tune in with, with how you're feeling. If you're still feeling really bloated or just uncomfortable, maybe you make your meals a little smaller and reduce the amount of fiber a little bit. Um, maybe you increase your water intake or you have some herbal teas to help soothe any gut distress. But the guilt and shame, that just kind of takes practice, right? 
maybe you need to journal it out and make sure you are able to recognize that this was uh, just one day. It was one meal. It was one occurrence, right? It's not going to, quote, ruin your health. You know, any positive or negative impact we have on our health is much more long-term and requires much more consistency than just one meal that you overate. So put it into perspective and just take a deep breath and recognize that you're human. You're doing the best you can. And you've learned from that particular situation that overeating doesn't make you feel good. So next time you're going to maybe slow down when you eat, you're going to include more water on that special occasion. You're going to put your fork down and chew thoroughly. You can apply some maybe mindful eating practices, deep breathing practices, to kind of slow down, tune in, and recognize that this isn't a situation that's going to, you know, completely ruin you as a person. Food and the way we eat can't, you know, hold any moral value over us as a person. And it's really important to kind of tell yourself that, remind yourself that mistakes are okay, and this is just a normal part of eating, right? No day is the same. We overeat, we undereat, and our body has a really good way of telling us that. I love that. And that's going to make a great soundbite too, because that you hit it on the nail right there of like, boom. <laughs> I love that. Um, now, if someone is new to kind of this intentional, this intuitive eating um, – you know, letting go of those labels, letting go of the restrictions, and they are coming into a holiday. And this practice is new. They're used to saving up their calories for the big event, or they are used to, um, what else would it be? Um, Maybe overeating and going, filling too much. When you are going into event, what types of tips should people be aware of? Yes. I would say skipping meals and trying to quote, save your calories for the special occasion is one of the biggest culprits of overeating, right? Our body requires consistent nutrition and fuel throughout the day. So if we feel we need to save up for later in the day, then you're starving yourself leading up to it. And it's naturally going to increase your hunger cues, increase your food cravings, specifically for these high-sugar, high-carbohydrate foods that can provide your body with quick energy. So the first thing you do when you get to this meal is gravitate towards the chips and the desserts and all these quick-sugar foods. So naturally, we overeat in that way. So tip number one is to spend the day eating consistent meals just like you would if it weren't a special occasion that evening or you didn't have this know social activity in the evening eat a high protein breakfast fill up on fiber rich foods drink plenty of water and just prepare yourself for the fact that yes you might eat some more fun foods you might have some sugary drinks later in the day but at least you're incorporating some protein and other nutrient foods leading up to that to ensure your body has the adequate fuel fuel excuse me and energy to get you through that meal And it can better manage those food cravings that would come up in the evening if you weren't to eat consistent meals. So that's that's probably the biggest tip I have for everyone. 
Now, if you're unsure what's going to be there um, and you just want to make sure that you're not going to overeat at that particular meal, even having a small snack before you get there can help so that as soon as you see the food, you're not like overwhelmed with temptations that are you know, mentally telling you you're hungry, even though your physical cues aren't telling you that. It can help you make these more clear decisions based on maybe taste hunger and physical and practical hunger. And you can clearly think about, okay, there's a lot of great foods here. And how do I want to incorporate this into, you know, one plate based on how I'm feeling right now and how I prepared myself for this event. Taking a deep breath before you go in. And also making sure that you apply the normal practices that you would say normal quote normal practices that you would um on any other day so are you going to just be eating directly out of the bowl you know scooping guacamole right onto the chip and walking away with that chip or are you going to be plating everything on a plate or a bowl it can be really helpful to just plan to put it on a plate visually see it the serving size that you're giving yourself the different colors, the different textures, and then assessing that meal. Because when you sit down and you see it all at once, your body can better be in tune with, you know, how this meal is making you feel and how hungry or full you are throughout eating it. So that can be a really helpful strategy when you're actually there in that particular setting. I think one of my favorite tips you gave um, that is – overlooked quite a bit is um, having a high protein breakfast, you know, something higher. I mean, when we think high protein, it's not like a carton of eggs, you know, it's maybe two eggs and a toast, or maybe it's a uh, a smoothie, or maybe it's uh, Greek yogurt and some oatmeal and berries and stuff like that. But I do feel like when you start the day off right, with a filling protein and fiber in there, it kind of just sets the tone for the rest of the day on your hunger levels. (laughs) Absolutely. Breakfast is so important. And I like how you rephrase that. It's so correct when you say, like, it's not just high protein. It's just protein rich, like adequate protein at each meal combined with some fiber rich foods and lots of color. Just make sure you have a nice balanced breakfast and, you know, depending on the time of day of this event, maybe it's even a lunch that you're having a few hours later. But starting your day with adequate nutrition, you're right, it totally sets the tone moving forward. I know for myself, if I end up having like a donut or a cinnamon roll for breakfast and that's it, I'm like hungry every couple of hours. Like it just, I I just am like, ah, I just ate, you know, and you kind of play that game with yourself of like, you shouldn't be hungry, but I am hungry. And, but what do I eat? (laughs) You know, I need to wait at this time. And so uh, the breakfast in keeping your eating habits um, consistent and balanced for the day is huge. Absolutely. That should be a whole topic in ex- in itself. We may have to uh, try that try that one for the <laughs> next one. Um, another thing that I want to kind of to point out, you know, someone who, um, you know, in the holidays or like boating activities or like I said, barbecues or you know other holidays, um, fun things that we do in the summer. Um, a big thing that kind of hits me: we may be scared to eat. And then we add alcohol in it 
and then we don't eat. <laughs> so you're uh, you're really messing with a lot in the body. So how would you help someone in that case? Oh, absolutely. Whenever there's alcohol involved, please eat. Yes. <laughs> please eat something. And honestly, it doesn't matter what it is. Just eat something. <laughs> um, of course, it would definitely help if the meal or snack is well-balanced, again, with the protein, fiber, even some healthy fat in there. Um, but eating food and having consistent meals throughout the day when alcoholic beverages are involved can certainly help with the metabolism of alcohol and it can help prevent any you know negative side effects afterwards. Um, aside from the actual food component, hydrating as you're drinking any alcoholic beverages is, I would say, even more important than the food aspect just because those negative, negative side effects are often due to dehydration. Alcohol is very quick to dehydrate the body of not only fluid, but also very key vitamins and minerals. Our body is wanting to get rid of that toxin, and along with getting rid of the toxin, it's flushing out everything else with it, good or bad. So as you're drinking alcoholic beverages, I always say double fist, one water and one alcoholic beverage. So make sure you're, you know, at least balanced one-to-one or even drinking more water than you are alcoholic beverage. I, I know only so many fluids are practical in a day, but if you can maintain that fluid status with the water or just a water-based beverage that's unsweetened can really help. But it can also taste you a little better as you're sipping on drinks throughout you know, a particular meal or a day, like it's a barbecue and you're hanging out for hours on end. I know, you know, multiple drinks are probably involved, but by drinking water in between the alcoholic beverages, not only rehydrates you, but it kind of slows down the pace of consuming any alcohol as well. And, you know, fingers crossed, hopefully you're drinking a little less alcohol by the end of the day by applying that strategy. So definitely continue eating regular balanced meals and up your, you know, fluids a little bit. Right. Um, alcohol is huge on the weekends and the holidays. So that's why I wanted to bring that in there. And we do have another full podcast podcast on alcohol um, for the series, but it is a big part of people's holidays and weekends in the summer. And also remember the extra importance of the hydration and water, it's hot. So not only are you dehydrating yourself, it's already hot where it's dehydrating and then it's extra water too. So just just remember that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Any other uh, last takeaways? I would just say my biggest takeaway is kind of where we started off. What's your mindset? around going into the weekend or a holiday or a vacation? Nor are you planning to just throw your habits out the window and let loose? Or can you apply these habits in a balanced, practical, and fun way, enjoying, you know, a day or a trip um, away from home? So think about how you can balance, you know, regular hydration, balanced meals, intuitive movement, joyful movement, regular sleep, all of that that you would do, you know, in a typical Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, how can you incorporate that into maybe your weekend routine or your holiday routine? And just take a step back and recognize you're human. It's okay to be flexible. It's okay that 
not every day looks the same, but every day is a new day. You take it one day at a time. I want to take a moment and talk about a meal service I'm loving, and that is Hungry Root. You may have heard me talk about it in the past weeks, um, talking about my favorites, but I wanted to share more. A meal that impressed me, and I barely had to do anything. We got two boxes of the half chicken with lemon pepper. This chicken was slowly cooked with a custom blend of citrus-forward spices, that's what they said, vacuum-packed in a sous vide, and all I did was open it up, break it up a bit to lay it flat in the air fryer, and cook for only 15 minutes. Then I paired it with some fruits and veggies, some leftover corn on the cob, and I was so happy to have something quick on the weekend that was delicious and my family enjoyed. That's a huge win in our household. Plus, my son asked me if I could go pitch some wiffle balls to him right as I was getting dinner ready, and I was happy to say, sure, I'd love to. I'll put this in the air fryer and I'll be right outside. <laughs> Easy, healthy meals are lifesavers for me. And if you want to try it out for yourself, I have a special code in the show notes to get $50 off at Hungry Root on your first order. Okay, well, we do have a couple quick questions for our closing questions. And just share with us your favorite summer drink, summer food, and summer movement activity. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, favorite summer drink, I would have to say, is sangria. Red or white. I just love the fresh fruit aspect of oh, a little wine. Nice ice-cold beverage. Very refreshing. Um, favorite summer food. I've never really put any thought into that before, but I mean, avocados are definitely my number one year round. So I'll say chips and guac. Definitely a good summer snack, a little bit of saltiness to help with the hot weather. Um, and you said favorite movement. Mm -hmm. Okay. I definitely know this one. Stand up paddle boarding. Enjoy some time on the water. Work on your balance a little bit. <laughs> that should be on my bucket list for the summer. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yes, one of my favorite ways. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for joining us for this episode and sharing your tips that we can just enjoy summer as is and practice that grace in our eating habits. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It's a great topic. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I hope today's episode helps you filter out all those negative thoughts of failing again after the weekend or holiday to take on a more balanced approach with all of Shannon's wonderful tips. Be sure to follow her on Instagram. She's just the sweetest. And she really gets the process of that messy, restrictive cycle. Next week, we will talk about alcohol and drinking in the summer. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.